Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida. If you are revival-minded, intercessory, prayer-minded, it's the place to be here in our region. This weekend, we're having the Dr. Cindy Trim in for the Washington Warriors Conference. Get registered. Get involved. God is good. I am the author of our devotional, the one we've been reading from for over five years now. It's called Mornings with the Holy Spirit, Listening Daily to the Still Small Voice of God. You can get your own copy anytime you choose on my website or Amazon. Look for the new devotional in December, Victory Decrees. Warfare-oriented because we are victorious in Christ. Amen. Today's devotion titled, I Want You to Know My Heart. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I want you to know my heart the way I know your heart. When you truly understand the motives of my heart, says God, when you truly understand how much I care for you, says God, when you get the revelation of my deep love for you, says God, you will never be the same. Our fellowship will even be sweeter and our communion stronger. That's what I want. And I know that's what you want. I want you to know my heart. Amen. That's a, that's a good invitation. Lord, we want to know your heart. Let's just respond to that. We want to know your heart, God. We want to know your heart. We want to know your heart. James 1, 17, John 3, 16, and Matthew 7, 9 through 11 are the scripture references for today. And the prayer starter, I want to know your heart. Reveal your heart to me directly and through your words so I can comprehend your great love for me at another level. I want to know by experience, how you feel about me. I want to taste and see your goodness. Father, we do. We do, God. We want to taste and see that you are good. We want to know your heart. We want to understand your statutes, your precepts. We love you, God. 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 Help us to love you more. Lord, anoint us to love you, God. In the name of Jesus, we want to understand the goodness of your glory, the great riches of your mercy. Father, we exalt you today. 
We magnify the one and true living God. We magnify the God who suffered for us and who still suffers long with us because you are long suffering. You are a patient God. You keep right on giving us another chance, even when we blow it, even when we intentionally blow it, understanding and knowing exactly what we're doing, even when our motives are rotten and our intentions are sour. When we come back to you and say, God, forgive us. You do. You do it every time again and again and again because you are long suffering. You suffer when you watch us sin, but you restore us anyway. That is love. That is the great love with which you love us. We praise you and we honor you. We thank you. We magnify you today over everything in our lives, over everything else that seems praiseworthy. We magnify you over everyone else that seems trustworthy. We magnify you over everything else that seems attention worthy. We magnify you today because you are the worthiest one of all. Oh, other things are worthy of our affection. Our family is worthy of our affection, but you, you, you are the God who is the most high God. You are worthy of the most affection. You are our everything. God, help us to keep you in right place in our lives with all of the temptations and all of the distractions and all of the warfare and all of the things that come to try to take us out of your presence, to try to take us out of your will, to try to take us out of thinking about you and keeping our mind on you, walking with you, talking with you, loving on you, receiving your love. Oh God, would you help us today to put you back in the center? Oh God, you are worthy of that place in our life. You are worthy to sit on the throne of our heart. You are the king of our hearts. God, help us not to be distracted or deceived, tempted, moved off your word by the idols in our heart. God, today we cast down our idols. We say no, 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 no. We will not chase after other gods. No, 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 no. We will not pursue other kings. No, 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 no. We will not try to serve both God and mammon. We will not try to serve both love and fear. We will not try to serve both peace and chaos. We make a choice today. We stand in the valley of Shechem today and we say for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. We will keep him in the center. We will sing his praises even in the midst of the suffering. We will choose to obey him even when it feels like it's crushing us. We will choose to walk with him even when the road seems seems thorny and the, the 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 uneven pavement hurts our feet we will still choose the better way we will still choose to serve the better god we will still choose to uh, to stop listening to every other voice that would tempt us off of the narrow path god we love you today we love you every day help us love you more we praise you and we thank you that you alone understand us inside and out you understand us you are the only one who completely understands us our spouses our parents our siblings our friends they understand us to a certain level but they always fail to completely get it in the worst moments of our lives God would you help us today to look to you as the high priest 
to see you as the one who understands who really understands because you walked through so much suffering you walked through so many trials you walked through betrayals and abandonments you walked through these things and you walked out of these things you walked through the wilderness but you walked out of the wilderness you walked through the the shield hell and you walked out of hell you walked through the pain of the flogging and the cross but you walked out of the pain you didn't and stop in the middle and wallow and cry and moan and groan like we do you kept walking you kept walking you kept walking and you walked right out of the enemy's hands and you walked right into your destiny to be seated at the right hand of the father Jesus we love you help us today to walk like you walked in the earth your word says we are just as you were in the earth just as he was so are you just as he was so are we in the earth that means we can walk in him we can move and live and have our being in him that means when we're walking through the valley when we're walking through the fire when we're walking through the water we can keep on walking God is not just able to make us stand he's able to make us walk hallelujah we thank you Lord today that we're gonna keep on walking even when it hurts we're gonna keep on walking even when we don't feel like we've got enough strength we're going to keep on walking even through the worst kind of suffering we're going to keep on walking and the Lord would say to you today I am the God who suffered for you and the one who will alleviate your suffering if you turn your face to my heart says the Lord for I have not brought the suffering upon you says the Lord but I am causing you in it to see me in a different way to see me as your comforter to teach you how to depend on me to lean on me to allow me to guide you through what seems to be an unbearable circumstance but the Lord would say to you if you'll just keep looking at me you won't feel the pain of the suffering as much as if you look at the pain so stop looking at the pain and start looking for me because I am your comfort and I am the one who turns it all around for your good and the enemy may be trying to kill you but I have plans to use you to save the lives of many and just as Joseph was put through the ringer just as Joseph Joseph was sold as a slave and put in a pit and put in a prison he was also used to be the salvation for a nation and many nations and I have a plan and a calling on your life says the Lord and I have a jurisdiction in which you will operate in which you will see and know that the anointing I put on my life is helping others saving lives re 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 engineering lives so father today would you help us to see that whatever we're suffering it's worth it for your kingdom because Jesus suffered all Jesus suffered the ultimate pain the ultimate betrayal he understands would you help us today Lord to embrace the suffering ah this is where your theology is going to get messed up would you help us Lord today to embrace the suffering instead of resisting it to the point of turning even away from you would you help us today to embrace the suffering to embrace it to say if this brings you glory God so be it I'll walk through it with my head held high looking up to heaven for where my redemption comes would you help us today Lord to embrace the season of suffering not to allow the enemy to do what he wants for the sake of being religious I'm not talking about that don't get me wrong Paul said I will make up in my body the suffering which lacked in what Christ did for you he was willing 
to suffer for Christ's sake? Are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? But it doesn't feel like I'm suffering for Christ's sake, you say. It feels like I'm just suffering for no reason. No, beloved, it's never for no reason. God, what is Romans 8, 28 say? God works all things together for the good to those who love him and are called according to his purposes. That means he works your suffering out for your good and the good of other people around you. Can we stop being so selfish and self-centered and see the bigger picture, God? Would you help us to do that today? Would you help us, Lord, to remember when we're suffering? That we can rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that the suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Ghost. God, would you help us today to know the purpose, to understand the purpose of suffering? Can you help us today not to start complaining, God, not to start pressing into uh, all the uh, depression and discouragement that the enemy has opened the door to through our suffering? Huh. Peter said, after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Oh, after you have suffered a little while, how long is a little while, oh God? How long must we suffer, oh God? How long is a little while? Because it seems like it's been a long while, God. I can hear the cries of your heart out there in social media land, in the airwaves around the world. You said, I've already suffered a little while. Beloved, what seems like a little while to you is not a little while to God. Jesus said, I'm going away. In a little while, you won't see me anymore. And then in a little while, you'll see me again. Beloved, it's been over 2,000 years, a little while. A day is like a 1,000 years to the Lord and a 1,000 years like a day. But don't be discouraged because there does come an end. And when you embrace the suffering, perhaps, just perhaps, you'll change a little faster after you've suffered a little while. I never liked that verse. Because a little while doesn't necessarily mean a few minutes. It may be a few years. Some of you listening to me, you've literally been suffering for a few years. And we all suffer little things here and there. But I mean, some of you have been in intense suffering for two and a half years, or three years, or maybe 10 years. We've had to suck it up and endure betrayals and deal with liars and people destroying what you're building and just... Things that nobody should, no decent, good human being who loves the Lord and is trying to serve him should have to put up with, theoretically. Remember this when you're suffering. After you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, his grace is sufficient for your suffering, beloved. I'm prayer teaching. I'm prayer encouraging you today. After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, listen, will himself restore you, confirm you strengthen you and establish you Paul said I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us we're to count it all joy when we meet with various kinds of sufferings because this testing of our faith produces patience and steadfastness and will lack nothing father help us to see today help us to understand today God that suffering is just part of the human experience it's just part of the human experience we cannot get away from it there are times when we will suffer you suffered we want to be like Jesus but we don't want to suffer God forgive us for being creatures of comfort those who want everything handed to us on a silver platter even those of us who work the hardest expect to somehow escape the sufferings of this age when you promised us in your word in this world there will be 
tribulation. <laughs> I had a chapter in a book that I wrote and the editor wrote me back and, and I was talking, I said, you know, in this world, you know, Jesus said there was going to be, Jesus said, we're going to suffer. Jesus said, we will suffer in this world. And she challenged me on it. No, he did not. He didn't say that. What, what's the scripture on that? And I'm like, do you not know the word of God? Are you unfamiliar with the word? Number one, what character do you see in scripture? First of all, just big picture who did not suffer. <laughs> Which one? Isaiah? Um, um, no, I'm sorry. He was sawed in half. Was it Jeremiah? Oh, no, he was thrown in a pit. How about John the Revelator? No, he was, he was put on an island, Patmos, just isolated, put in what we would call today in prison, solitary confinement. Which, which, which one did not suffer? Oh, but you want a scripture? Okay, John 16, 13. Ah, in this world, there will be tribulation. Other versions say in this world, there will be suffering. But go ahead and look up the definition of tribulation if you don't like the various translations because tribulation is suffering. Tell me tribulation doesn't come to your life and you didn't suffer. Beloved, we've got to know the word. Some people don't, they just reject wholesale the idea that any God-fearing, God-loving believer would have to suffer. That it would be something God would allow. He does allow it. Much of the time we bring it on ourselves by the poor decisions, the people we marry, the people we hire, the people we fire, the people we put in too close proximity to our hearts when God told us there's a, there's something there. Listen, Father, help us today. Give us the grace to endure suffering like you gave Paul the apostle the grace for the thorn in his side. That was suffering. He was suffering with that thorn at his side. And God said, my grace is sufficient. Remember this when you're suffering, beloved. It doesn't feel, I know it. It doesn't feel like his grace is sufficient. I know it doesn't. But it is. You're still alive, aren't you? Apparently you have some cell phone or computer in your possession because you're listening to the sound of my voice. Help us, Lord, not to get so dramatic about our suffering that we focus on the wrong thing and actually make it worse. Help us, Lord, today to embrace whatever it is you've called us to walk through for whatever reason you've called us to walk through it. No, but the enemy is the source of suffering. Yeah, he is. But our decisions lead us many times into suffering. Our decisions many times lead us into suffering. Father, help us to embrace the reality that there is suffering in this world. That there is tribulation. But you told us that after that. You said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So, Father, help us to suffer with a smile. Help us, Lord, not to be like those Pharisees who, when they fasted, they put on a gloomy face. And so everybody would know how much they were suffering, how hungry they were. They got no reward in it. Father, help us, Lord. Wipe the tears away from our eyes, God. Huh. Paul told Timothy, everyone who desires to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. That sounds like suffering to me. I, I, I don't know. It seems like to me all over the Bible, we're told that we're going to suffer. But then when we start suffering, we're like, ah! what has happened to me? Peter said, don't think it's strange as fiery child that's come upon you to test you. Ah, Is that what it says? Father, help us to receive your comfort. Help us to receive your comfort while we're suffering because we will suffer. There is no getting around it over and over in your word. Uh, David said in the Psalms, uh, Psalm 34, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Sounds like suffering to me. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but guess what? The Lord delivers him out of them all. Paul told the church at Corinth, for this momentary light affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. 
The sufferings of this age don't compare to the glory that's to be revealed to us in Christ Jesus. God, would you help us suffer like grown-ups instead of like wailing children? Paul, he said, we're afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Father, help us to endure like a good soldier. You think the soldiers out there and fighting battles don't suffer? Don't think they get hungry? Don't think they get cold? But they're fighting for freedom. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. Another book editor said, well, you can't say fight the good fight of the faith. You can't. How can you say fight the good fight of faith in the context of the enemy? Paul wasn't talking about the enemy. Well, what kind what are we fighting against? What are we fighting against our flesh? But who tempts our flesh? The enemy. Come on. People got to know the word, especially book editors. Please know your word because nobody wants to suffer. I don't want to suffer. But the reality is. Paul said that all that mattered to him was that he knew the power of Christ's resurrections and that he would share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Who would pray that? Who would dare to pray such a thing? Everybody wants to know the power of his resurrection, but who wants to share in his sufferings and become like him in death? Nobody. Nobody really wants that. But that's what happens. That's what we walk through. That's how we get the power. It's through the crushing. It's through the suffering. Paul told the church of Philippi, it's been granted to you for the sake of Christ that you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake. What? It's been granted to us for the sake of Christ, not just that we believe in him, but also suffer for his sake. Really? That's what the Bible says. God, would you help us today to take another look at suffering and to remember that you are good even when we suffer? Would you help us today to take another look, to look at suffering through a different lens, through a different perspective? To rejoice in the suffering, to rejoice in the trial, knowing that we're being perfected, that you're using it, that you're not bringing it to your good, good God. But we live in a fallen world and we make dumb decisions every day. We bring so much of this on ourselves because we do not obey the word. Even Jesus, the Bible says he learned obedience through the things he suffered. Why do we feel like as Christians that it was okay for Jesus to suffer, but we should just walk in blessing at every turn without any warfare without any suffering without any heartache without any sorrow jesus himself was called a man of sorrows why would we think that we wouldn't have sorrow or grief help us lord to take a new look at at suffering today to see the outcome of the suffering to keep our eyes on the prize like jesus did when he was on the cross suffering he didn't look at how bad he hurt oh i'm just uh, no he looked at you he looked at the glory of having you and his family of me and his family of all of us in his family he looked at the prize he looked at the outcome would you help us lord would you give us a glimpse of the outcome would you give us a glimpse of the glory on the other side of the suffering would you help us lord to see that it's going to be worth it even though there's no way it looks like it ever could be doesn't feel like it oh my gosh this can't be worth it help us lord give us hope give us strength in the midst of the suffering in the midst of the fiery trial in the midst of the water that seems like it's going to drown us give us hope god stir in us that spirit of hope christ in us the hope of glory help us lord to to grab hold again of your heart to grab hold again of your word to believe you even when we feel like we're dying on the inside because guess what we are 
That's what's happening. That's why it hurts. That's why you feel like you, because you're dying to self. Oh God, we want to decrease that you might increase. Okay. Well, how come God can't shield me from this suffering? Why can't he show mercy? Oh, believe me, he is showing mercy. Oh, believe me. If you felt the full brunt, if I felt the full brunt of every dumb decision and every sin, we'd never survive. Believe me, he is showing mercy. So let's thank him today. Father, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your long suffering, God. We thank you that you are with us. You'll never leave us or forsake us. Even when it feels like you're not there, you are there. Even if it fe when it feels like we can't see you, hear you, sense you, we believe that you are with us because you said you'd never leave us or forsake us. So we give you praise and we give you honor and we give you glory and we repent for our uh, a shallow minded simpleton attitude that we should just be blessed beyond measure and never have a problem in life. We repent for that stance and we ask you Lord to help us to rejoice in the midst of the suffering that we'll all face according to the word of God in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Some of y'all are mad at me now. You don't understand my pain. Oh, believe me. I think I probably have a pretty good idea. Although there's different kinds of pain, it all hurts. Amen. Take heart. God is so good. He loves you so much. He's not going to leave you that way. The suffering won't last forever. I promise it won't. It won't. It won't. You'll come out of this. You'll see the fruit of it. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. Praise God. Listen, if you want to sow today, if this helped you, it's a real good time to sow when something has helped you. People go to restaurants all the time and they eat the food and they pay for it. If they don't pay for it, it's called a dine and dash. And that's what, and that's what's called in high school. I never did this, but I had friends who did what they called dine and dash where they would eat the food and then run away. And that's what many people on this broadcast do every day. They come in, they eat, they get full, they feel better. And then they dash out. They don't even listen to this part, but you get more out of something. When you sow into something, you get more out of something. When you choose to partner with something, you get more out of something when you don't just be a, a consumer. We don't want to be dead sea Christians where we just allow the, rivers to come in but don't ever flow back out you know the dead sea is actually losing water for real so many people come on here and just consume 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 and their lives are changed but they're like the nine lepers they don't even come back to say thank you and then they'll go through another trial because they can't sustain their victory because they don't walk in honor so they keep making dumb decisions and keep getting back in this situation look I've done those things that's how I know I wasn't always as mature as I am today neither were you amen listen if you are uh, being helped by this broadcast. Would you consider sowing? Would you consider becoming a partner? Amen. You can become a partner. We need your support to do what we're called to do. Almost everything we do in this ministry is absolutely free and accessible to the public. There's a few things we do charge for because quite honestly, people aren't generous enough just to underwrite these things for the most part. That's why things have to be charged for. Amen. So they go, well, why are you, why are you charging for the day sessions for the Dr. Cindy trim conference? Well, if you knew what it costs to bring her in, you'd understand why, because most people are not generous of spirit. I'm glad that you guys are people who follow our ministry tend to be more generous than most because they're feeling the Holy spirit move in their lives and they respond to such. Listen, if you feel the Holy spirit moving on these calls and it's helping you respond, you're not giving it to me. I don't even need it. The ministry needs it to do the work of God. Amen. But personally, I don't. So if you want to give today, if you want to become a partner, you can, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash give jenniferleclair.org slash give. You can use PayPal, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair, paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. 
paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can also use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word PRAY to 754-701-2161. Text the word PRAY. You can use the Venmo is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo, dollar sign Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Baba Shore Bekitaba, the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303. Hallelujah. God is good. There's some exciting things going on in the ministry that I will announce as I can, but you are all a part of it. So let me pray over this offering. Father, I thank you for all those who are giving today. I thank you, Lord, that we can't outgive you and you always bring a harvest. So I don't have to ask you to bring a harvest. I'm not even going to ask you to multiply it. I'm going to ask you, Lord, in your goodness to take the seed and do with it what you want because we trust you. We know we're going to reap because you can't sow without reaping. And we trust you. We trust you. We put it in your hands. We're, we're, we're not going to keep asking you, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. Not today. I don't feel led to do that. There's nothing wrong with naming your seed. But I don't feel led to do that today. I feel just led to say, you know what, Lord? We trust you. We trust you. We trust you with this harvest. We thank you for the harvest. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. I lift up all of my Awakening House of Prayer leaders around the world, all of the uh, Awakening uh, Church, House Church leaders, all of the Awakening and Prayer Hub leaders around the world, all of the Ignite Network members, all the churches and ministers that are aligned with me in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for their hearts, all my volunteers, all my vendors, my staff, my partners, my givers. Lord, everyone connected to me in any which way, shape, or form. Lord, we say bless them indeed. Bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. Let your hand of power rest upon us and keep us from evil in the name of Jesus. Amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.